Welcome to Bodcast, the business of dentistry podcast, brought to you by Practice Plan. Bodcast delivers the best business advice, real life stories, and practical hints and tips to make your practice a more profitable and sustainable business. And now, here's your host. Welcome to this podcast. My name's Donna, and I'm a regional support manager for Practice Plan. Previous to working for Practice Plan, my background is sales and marketing, but I've been with Practice Plan now for nine years. Something I get asked a lot about is how to handle the volume of NHS calls at the moment for practices, not only mixed practices, but also private practices are getting the same calls. Patients calling round, are you taking on NHS? Can you help me? I've got a problem. I can't find a dentist. So this is something I cover a lot with my practices out in my area. Um, thinking about how can you make the most of those calls and try and convert more of them to come in on a private basis, given the pressures on NHS dentistry at the moment and the lack of capacity within the industry. So today I'm just going to give you a few pointers that may help you and your team, you know, things that you can onboard, hopefully, as I say, to get more of those patients through the door on a private basis and ultimately then onto a plan. So the first thing to think about is, although you might not have an NHS contract, so say this is applicable to both private and mixed practices, patients are not likely at the moment to do as much research as perhaps we would have seen pre-COVID. So we're finding that patients are just calling practice after practice in a certain area that they're looking for, trying to find NHS without having maybe looked at your website or your social media to establish that you may or may not hold an NHS contract. And they're certainly not coming down the route of looking at NHS choices and seeing whether you're taking on NHS if that's applicable. So we have to remember that these patients call in, when they call you, it's the first time they're hearing from you that you can't see them on an NHS basis. Now that may be, as I say, because you don't have a contract. It may be because you at capacity and don't have the ability to take any more NHS patients on. Most practices are taking on private patients and then, as I say, hoping to get them onto a plan in the future. So we have to remember, as much as your team might be fed up of that call, you know, I know the the volume of calls is particularly high at the moment, but we have to remember for the patient, it's the first time they're hearing it from you. So don't be disheartened the masking for NHS. You know, I tend to think it depends where you are in the list of practices they call as to how easy or difficult that conversion may be. You know, patients may ring, you know, five or 10 practices in a local area and be told exactly the same thing by all of them. Quite often along the route of, I'm really sorry, our NHS books are full at the moment, but we can see you on a private basis. Now, if you don't expand on that point and you simply say, we can see you on a private basis and give a patient a price, your challenge then is that you're in a price war. Because of course, patients don't know that it's any different with you to a practice two doors down. So it's really thinking about how can I build value into what we do, but also it's about asking patients the right questions to try and see if it's something you can offer them on a private basis that may suit their needs. So even if a patient asks for NHS, I would always go down the route of asking what it is particularly they're looking for. Are they in pain? Are they looking to register with the practice? 
are they interested in a particular treatment? Lots of patients will ask about NHS, but actually want implants or composite bonding. Well, as we know, they don't sit under an NHS remit. So again, quite often practices will shut the door and say, I'm really sorry, our books are closed at the moment, but we can see you on a private basis without actually having established what it is the patient's looking for. So I would always encourage you to ask the patient a little bit more detail about what it is they're looking for so you can best assist their call today. When you've established what they're looking for, then of course, we're going to have to answer the NHS question. You know, we're going to have to say, currently our books are at capacity. We do have an option for you to come on a private basis. Can I give you some more information about that so you can make an informed decision if we're the right practice for you? That way, you're not going straight into price. You're not forcing a patient to listen to you if it really is NHS that they're looking for. But hopefully the ones that are open to hearing what you've got to say, you know, will be more likely to either book straight in with you or may still choose to call a number of other practices. But it'll be you that stands in their mind as the one who's taken the time to find out a little bit more what they're looking for and to try and best assist their call. So when you then think about how do you build value into that new patient call, as I said, we can't simply just say to a patient, our private examination or our private dental health check will be X amount and not give any you know, detail around what do they get for their money. So you've got to think about building that value and making it feel something that's unique to you, but also something that's not the same as the checkup, you know, in the practice that I just called for X amount of money on a private basis. So think about trying to, you know, add as much weight into that appointment as you can. So a little bit of wording that I use with my practices is to talk about how long you're booking with a patient. So often that would be 30 to 45 minutes with a new private patient. But again, you can adjust this to suit what you do in your practice. So I would be saying we offer a 30 minute new patient consultation, we do an 18 point dental health check, we'll screen for oral cancer, we'll take any clinically necessary x-rays and we'll do any treatment plan relevant to you on the day. The cost for that appointment will be and then you can tail it with how does that sound or if you're a little bit harder sell you can say would you prefer morning or afternoon. That way, you've suddenly made what is effectively a checkup, which, you know, with the best will in the world is the same in any clinical setting. You've suddenly added a lot of weight to that appointment that makes it feel a lot better value than just simply saying it will be a private examination for X amount of money. Now, if anyone isn't sure what the 18 point health check is, that's something that you know, we give to our practices. It's the main bullet points that you would do in a checkup, whether that's NHS or private. And for those of you that work with Practice Plan already, by all means, contact our marketing team. We have those on hand or by all means, get in touch if you'd like to know a little bit more what's in the 18 point health check. Remember that the patient may not book there and then, you know, they may still want to call another five, six, seven, eight practices in your area, you know, to see if anyone does have NHS capacity. But what's key is that we leave that call on a lovely note with a patient where we're saying to them, you know, if you don't find what you're looking for, please give me a call back and we'd be delighted to help you. It's important that you take, you know, some kind of deposit up front if you can. You know, that will help you secure that patient and ensure that they're going to turn up for that appointment with you. 
Hopefully that's helped you a little bit today. Um, if you'd like to know any more, get in touch with your regional support manager um, or practice plan directly. Many thanks. Thanks.